Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets on Mail Media Network. I'm your host, Jake Hahn. I have another busy Thursday in the NHL to get into today. But before I do that, please remember to like the show, subscribe to the channel, spread it around if you haven't done so already. Let's sink our teeth into this 10-game card, 10 games in the NHL, find a little value. We'll give some DraftKings strategy towards the end of the episode as well. Chalk heavy early in this slate here for the, the early East Coast games. The Carolina Hurricanes, minus 300 favorites on home ice to kick things off against the Ottawa Senators, plus 235 dogs on the road. The over-under set at six for this game. The Sens are really struggling. They still haven't won a game since their COVID shutdown heading into Wednesday night against Vancouver. So maybe when you're listening to this, they do have a win against the Canucks. But either way, they're just not playing well at all right now. They're giving up a ton of goals, a ton of high danger chances, not playing well defensively at all. And the Canes are, they're just a bad team to go up against at any time, but a really bad team to go up against when you're not playing your best hockey and you're not locking it down defensively. The Canes have lost two in a row and four of their last five games. So I guess you could say they're struggling, but in my opinion, they've been the better team in most of those games. They dominated Dallas five on five in a four, one loss on Tuesday. So you might look at the final scores and say Carolina is struggling a little bit right now, but I watched this team and they, they still look like that same Canes team, just a, a little puck luck, some hot goaltenders. That's the reason for, for me, why they've lost four of their last five games. I think the only way to play this is the Canes is just a brutal spot for, for Ottawa. They play at home to Vancouver on Wednesday, then have to travel cross border, go to Carolina for this game, second half of a back-to-back. The Canes will be a lot more rested for this one, coming off of a, a couple of losses, two losses in a row for Carolina. So I really like this spot for the Canes. I'm not a big parlay guy, especially in the NHL. I think it could be pretty dangerous. And with a minus 300 piece, it's not going to give you a ton of value. But if you are making a parlay on Thursday, I do think Carolina wins this game. So you can throw them in there. I'd rather take the puck line here. It's minus one and a half at minus 120 on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. So I hate to lay juice with a puck line needing a team to win by two goals. But I I do think the Canes should roll in this one against the Ottawa Senators. So any way you want to bet the Canes, I do like them in this game. Next on the card, we we have another chalk heavy game minus 350 the Florida Panthers at home or minus 320 I should say the Florida Panthers at home to the Buffalo Sabres Buffalo plus 250 on the road over under set at six for this game the Sabres are are just brutal right now they've lost six of their last seven including a 7-4 loss to Seattle on Monday really bad defensively this season the only win in that six of seven stretch was against the lowly Montreal Canadiens it's not going well for Buffalo after what was a pretty decent start to the season the first couple of weeks there I think they're back to finding their level this is probably more of what we should expect from buffalo this season the panthers on the other hand coming off just a wild game on tuesday a comeback against the caps that saw them trailing 4-1 in the third period score four goals and win the game 5-4 in regulation It it was just crazy if you had a panthers regulation ticket well it's never in doubt right never in doubt 4-1 in the third and you're still able to find a way to win that one in regulation I don't have a bet on on this game I do think Florida should win I mean they're clearly the better team in this matchup anything over minus 300 I think is really tough to lay in the NHL even if you parlayed it with the Canes uh, at the current prices you're not even getting plus money you're not even getting to even money at that point so it's it's difficult I think to play this one Uh, I'm no interest in Buffalo uh, as a big price on the money line 
I think if I had to make a play, it would probably be on the over. I, I think we could see some goals in this one. Florida could probably score four or five on Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo gets a couple and you can creep over that six total. Next game, another pretty chalky game. We've got the Colorado Avalanche minus 175 road favorites in Montreal to take on the Habs plus 150. Habs are home dogs. The over-under set at six and a half for this one. So pretty high total here. The Habs have won seven of eight games heading into their matchup in Toronto on Wednesday. So this will be the second half of a back-to-back for them uh, set to get McKinnon back he will play in Toronto as well so they get their best player back into the lineup and they've been rolling without him there's so many players that are getting it done on the abs right now the main two would be Kale McCarr and Nazem Kadri those guys are both just on fire so we'll see what McKinnon can do on Wednesday maybe it'll take him a couple games to get up to speed but great news for the abs to get him back into the lineup the Habs on the other hand just continue to struggle complete opposite of what's happening with Colorado right now firing their general manager Mark Bergevin over the weekend results in a 2-1 loss to Vancouver, more of the same for the Habs. And a GM change isn't going to affect this roster mid-season. That's more of a long-term move for the Montreal Canadiens. So they still are what they are at this point. And I just think they're going to be outmatched. The Abs are playing the second half of a back-to-back. So you can say, yes, this is a better spot for the Montreal Canadiens, but I, I still think the Abs are just a much better team. So I don't really care about the spot in this situation. The travel's not too bad from Toronto to Montreal either. So I like the Abs in any fashion here. Money line minus 175. Maybe that's your piece that you can parlay with the Canes. I don't mind them on the puck line either. Minus one and a half at plus 135 for the Abs to win by a couple goals. I think that's a pretty fair price. I, I feel like they shouldn't have too much of an issue with Montreal on Thursday night. Next game, we've got another chalky game here. It's It's been a theme to start uh, the Caps. Minus 210 favorites on home ice against the Chicago Blackhawks, who are plus 170 on the road. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Blackhawks have been really inconsistent, kind of playing that win-one-lose-one style, trying to string some wins together to get back into this season. 2 nothing loss to San Jose on Sunday was their last game. So they'll have had a few days off between games here. They should be well-rested for this one against Washington. The Caps, on the other hand, have been very, very good this season they almost went a three and zero stretch where they went florida carolina florida but as we mentioned earlier they collapsed in that third period up four one so they were a period away from winning three straight games against in my opinion two of the best teams in the national hockey league so that's where the caps are at right now all that being said, I think I'm still looking at Chicago for this game. I just said, you know, the last three games, we've kind of been favoring the chalk side. I think out of these four games, this is the underdog I'd be willing to back in the Chicago Blackhawks at plus 170. I know it's a tough sell because Washington has been so good, especially good defensively this year. And I do think the Hawks could struggle to generate scoring chances. But when you're betting these big dogs in the NHL, you're looking for a goaltender to steal you a game. It happened for me earlier this week when Detroit upset the Boston Bruins as a big dog. It was the Nedeljkovic show, really. He had to make over 40 plus saves. And I think that's what I'm targeting here as well. Marc-Andre Fleury expecting he gets the call he has potential to steal any game. And we've seen that a couple of times this season. So I'm willing to lay plus 170 on the fact that maybe Marc-Andre Fleury can stand on his head and steal one in Washington on Thursday. Next game, we've got a rematch actually of a game that we saw on Tuesday two recent Stanley Cup winners, the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 135 favorites on home ice against the St. Louis Blues, who are plus 115 dogs on the road. The over-under is set at five and a half for this game. The Blues have won two in a row, including a comeback against these Bolts on Tuesday. Like we mentioned, these teams just played each other down 3 nothing early. Tampa gets the early 3 nothing lead, and the Blues battle back to win it 4-3 in a shootout. So a big comeback for the Blues there on home ice. Now they have to travel to Tampa. Tampa has uh, lost both games on their little mini 
only road trip in Minnesota and St. Louis. They did pick up a point, like we mentioned, in that game against the Blues. No Kucherov, no point, and now no Steven Stamkos, who was away for that game on Tuesday for the birth of his child. So congrats to Stammer for that. I don't know if he's going to be back for this game, if he's still going to be away. But either way, this is a depleted uh, Bolts lineup at the moment. And I like the way that the Blues have played this year. They, they've been playing a lot of pace. I'm not going to have a bet on this game, I don't think, unless the price gets to a decent enough spot. But I, I would lean towards the St. Louis Blues as dogs here. It's very rare that we see teams sweep these home and homes. They usually tend to split it. So I can understand why Tampa would be a sizable favorite in this game. But that's a pretty good plus money price, I think, with the Blues who showed me something on Tuesday and have shown me something this year as well. So lean towards the blues, but not a real strong feel on that one. The next game on the card, there's actually no line available for this game right now. The New York Islanders who are returning from a couple games off due to COVID issues at home to the San Jose Sharks. So we don't have a line for this game uh, as of recording right now. I'm sure there'll be a lineup at some point on Thursday, but it is confirmed that this game will happen. Uh, the Sharks game three of a five game road trip for them. 2-0 so far on this road trip. They've been really solid on the road this year. 5-2 uh, win in New Jersey on Tuesday. They looked really good. They've, they've been sneaky this year. They had COVID issues of their own at one point, but they're fully healthy right now. This lineup seems to be clicking quite nicely. The Isles are just a complete mess. Eight-game losing streak. We just mentioned the fact that they had to shut things down for a couple games due to COVID issues. Uh, they're hoping to get it back on the rails here. I just, I don't know what kind of Islanders team we're going to get. You know, I, I don't know how they're going to come out of this. They could look like the old Isles again, but maybe they just need some more time to figure it out. And I think the Sharks are a difficult team to face right now while you're trying to figure things out. So again, don't know what the price is, but I will be looking to get on the Sharks at, at some point um, in a really tricky game to, to, to figure out. But I do think long-term at some point, the Islanders are going to figure this out and turn things around. I, I just think that Thursday might not be the night and maybe the Sharks can find a way to win this one and keep their road streak going. Next game on the card, we've got a home dog, the Nashville Predators plus 100 on home ice. Boston coming to town, minus 120 road favorites. The over-under is set at five and a half for this game. The Bruins have been very inconsistent this year. Very, very inconsistent with little to no depth scoring. No Brad Marchand again for this game. This will be game two of his three-game suspension for his slew foot the other day. A 2-1 loss to Detroit on Tuesday where they peppered Nedeljkovic, but they just could not score. The only goal they were able to score was on a five-on-three power play. So Boston just struggling to put the puck in the back of the net five-on-five right now. The Preds, on the other hand, kind of making a believer out of me, slowly but surely. I wasn't big on the Preds this year, but they've actually looked half-decent. I've uh, been kind of playing win one, lose one recently, but they have won six of their last seven home games. So they, they've played really well in Nashville. I, I like the Preds as home dogs here. I just really don't trust where Boston is at. No Marshawn. I think that just hurts their depth even more. Hall has to go up to the top line and lines two, three, and four just don't look great for Boston. And I think Nashville is just a deeper team offensively right now. So give me plus money on home ice with the Preds. I'd give a slight look to the under five and a half in this game as well. I could see it being tight checking, low scoring style of game that these teams like to play. Uh, next on the card, the Devils, plus 140 on the road in Minnesota, who are minus 160 favorites on home ice. Over-under set at five and a half for this game. The Devils have lost three of four, coming off a 5-2 loss to the Sharks on Tuesday. High scoring, playing a lot of overs lately. I've really been enjoying watching the Devils this year. Get Jack Hughes back in the lineup, so that's another positive for them. The Wild have won four in a row, coming off a 5-2 win over Arizona on Tuesday. They did beat these same Devils, so this is a rematch of a game we saw last week. They beat the Devils 3-2 in a shootout last week. So it was a close game. They play a lot of overs at home too. That's something I've been noticing with Minnesota. So I think I'd go to the 
the over here, over five and a half, minus 115, minus 120 in that range right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think we could see some goals here in Minnesota. Hopefully that trend continues of them playing overs on home ice. Uh, next game on the card, the Dallas Stars, minus 175 favorites on home ice to the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are plus 150. The over-under is set at five and a half for this game. The Jackets have lost two in a row, giving up 12 goals total. Uh, speaking of a team that's played a lot of overs this year, that has certainly been the Jackets um, near the bottom of the league in shots on goal and chances allowed. So th these aren't the same Jackets that we're used to the past couple of years. The Torts Jackets, they'll, they'll kind of open things up and play that run and gun style. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, like it hasn't the past couple of games. The Stars have won five in a row. They're really rolling right now, giving up only six goals total. So basically the complete opposite of what we've seen from Columbus here recently. Recently, getting great goaltending from Holtby and Ottinger. That duel, uh, duo has been really good. Rope Hints is on fire uh, coming off of a hat trick in his last game. All that being said, I, I think I would lean towards the Jackets at a big dog price at plus 150. I'm not rushing to play it. I don't know if it'll actually make the card on Thursday, but I do think that's a pretty big price. And the over five and a half looks enticing. It's plus 110 right now. Um, I, you know, Columbus, like I said, has been playing that run and gun style. I think Dallas, they do like to lock it down. They have been getting that good goaltending, but they're not afraid to score either. So maybe some plus money on that over five and a half isn't the worst play. Last game on the card, the LA Kings, plus 130 home underdogs against the Calgary Flames, who are minus 150 on the road. The Daryl Sutter Bowl here, as Sutter comes back and, and faces his old team, the over under is set at five and a half for this game. Flames are 6-1-2 and two over their last nine games, just rolling this year. 2-1 two, two shootout win over the Pens on Monday, so they should be well-rested for this. This one not playing since Monday. This is the start of their California slash Vegas trip. The Kings, on the other hand, coming off of a crazy 5-4 shootout loss against Anaheim on Tuesday, where they came back in the third to get a point over uh, in four of their last five games for the Kings. So they've been playing some high-scoring games. I don't want to go against the, the Flames right now, especially in the Daryl Sutter revenge game. They'll probably want to win this one for Sutter in, in his old barn. But I do think there's a little value on the Kings at plus 130 on home ice and a, some slight value on the over five and a half price as well, which is set at, at plus 110. I think we could see a few goals in this game. So to recap, I like the Canes on the money line or the puck line, the Avs on the money line or the puck line, the Hawks as a big dog, lean towards the Blues as a slight underdog on the road, the Sharks, uh, the Preds as a home dog, and the New Jersey, Minnesota over five and a half. As for DraftKings, the interesting slate on Thursday. Um, look into that Devils Minnesota game, I think is really interesting. And I wanted to quickly mention a player who's no longer a secret in the NHL or in the DraftKings in the daily fantasy community. Ryan Hartman is now up to $6,500 for the Minnesota Wild. I love this player. I've been playing his shot props almost every single game, uh, but 6,500 starting to get a little bit steep, but I do think it's a good matchup for him on Thursday. Jewel Erickson-Eck and Kevin Fiala are other decent options in that range if you want to do a bit of a wild stack. The Blues and the Lightning, I think, are an interesting game just because there's so many cheap options, not necessarily because I think there's going to be a ton of scoring in this game, check line combos check to see if steven stamkos is back in the lineup but all these guys are under five thousand dollars on DraftKings. alex kalorn andre palat anthony sorelli all guys that play in the top six for tampa bay jordan Cairo and pavel buchnevich i think are the two guys to keep an eye on for st louis right now very very cheap and they seem to be driving a lot of offense for the blues i really like jonathan huberto a lot in the the florida matchup against the buffalo sabers seven thousand dollars so you got to pay up a little bit but he's really been driving a lot for florida with alexander barkov out of the lineup so give a look to huberto he could maybe anchor some of your lineups 
And the last team I wanted to mention is the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, a home game against Ottawa where they should be able to put up four or five goals. We're seeing Party Marty Natchez at $3,800, Tavo Teravainen at $5,300, Prince Vince Trocek at $4,200. I, I know Trocek hasn't been going right now at all, and a couple of these guys haven't, but those are some pretty cheap numbers for a Canes team, I think, could put up some offense against Ottawa on Thursday night. That'll be it for me today. You can check me out on Twitter at jhan 4 Thanks for watching and listening. And you can catch us right here on Mayo Media Network every Monday to Friday. Good luck, and I'll catch you all next week.